0: Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio, show 137. Today's show is brought to you by Get Healthy Now with Candace.
1: Get Healthy Now with Candace, formerly Candace Hunter Creations, is all about connecting with pe- people with plants to transform lives. Check her out at CandiceHunter.com.
0: And Sue Sierra Lupe Consulting.
2: Yeah, Sue Sierra Lupe, that's me. And Sierra Lupe Herbal Consulting is... Um, the herbal care that I offer, apart from my volunteer clinic and my specialties, are stress disorders, hormone, and inflammation related conditions. If you want more information, then contact me at Sue at the or send me a private message on Facebook.
0: Ace High Heat Graphics. Custom imprinted shirts, t shirts, aprons, hats, you name it, they can, put, they can put an herb on it, or in this case, put a logo on it. Contact them at acehighheatgraphics.com. Herbal Nerd Society.
2: The Herbal Nerd Society is a exclusive members only society in conjunction with the Practical Herbalist and Real Herbalism
1: Radio. Herbal Nerds get a plethora of specially written content, including stuff on Herb of the Month each month written mm-hmm. just for them. Every they, single week there's something. They get access to the backlog or the the backlog of Real Herbalism Radio Podcasts. So one through I think we're up to about a hundred or 115.
0: so. Hundred and fifteen. hundred and fifteen
1: podcasts that they get exclusive the other, access to. Yeah, other people don't. They yeah. also get access to the Let's Talk series, which is a series of recorded um, interviews, short interviews on specific topics, with a wonderful array of t- teachers, herbalists, and experts in, the, in their fields. Mm-hmm. And they get to know that they are supporting us here at Real Herbalism Radio. As a decent amount of the proceeds from the Herbal Nerd Society goes toward supporting Real Herbalism Radio and right. the Practical Herbalist website.
2: Yeah, you get smarter while we get smarter.
0: The uh, Occupy Medical, Sue.
2: Occupy Medical is a free, street, reach, integrated health clinic that demonstrates healthcare is a human right here in Eugene, Oregon. We um, are available at Occupy-Medical.org and we are a 501c3.
0: Journal of Functional Herbalism.
1: The Journal of Functional Herbalism is a mighty fine publication put out. Mighty fine. (laughs) Put out by Thomas Easley and the good folks at the Eclectic School of Herbal Medicine. Mm -hmm. You'll want to check it out at functionalherbalism.com or take a look at eclecticschoolofherbalism.com. There's a link there for functional herbalism.
0: All right. We have a couple of herbal events coming up here. Um, I think it might be even this weekend if, if our recording numbers are right. Uh, we were looking at the traditional roots herbal conference. Sue, you're going to be there.
2: Yes, I will be. I'll be teaching two classes. The traditional roots herbal conference goes May 18th through 20th of 2018, and that's on Porter Street, 049 Southwest Porter at NUNM. And it is. I'll be part of a group of people that are teaching classes, a variety of different levels, from beginner to advanced. Uh, They'll be it's most of the people there will be naturopathic physicians and naturopathic physician students, but it's a real diversity of levels of classes. And that's a really nice thing to have in my book. And I am excited to be part of the crew. So thank you for inviting me, Orna.
0: All right. And lastly, I think for May is the Wildflower Festival Mount Pisgah in Eugene, Oregon. So you know yes. all about that. Yeah. I, I surely say, yeah. do. Yeah, I've
2: I've been volunteering at Mount Pisgah for a long time. Arboretum is one of my pet pet mini pet projects. I have lots of pets, <laughs> 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 and it is one of the two big fundraisers that they have for the year. It's it's very very popular. They have a lot. They have this gi- giant building with tables is full of different types of plant samples. There, the flowers that are, are blooming right now, and they're all properly named. And they'll have a little thing about them. And they have um, fl- they have they have wildflower walks, and they have food booths, and they have music, and they, of course, plants. I was gonna you can say purchase starts there. and seeds. Starts and seeds. Yep. They have uh, kids corner and it's just it's it's a wonderful party in the woods is what it is yep
0: great is there. so now it's show 137 herb lab down the garden path and into gardening we're going to rehash and talk about what uh, Plato inspired us to, to do and be this week so without further ado here are your hosts candace hunter and sue serlupe
1: I'm Candice Hunter. And I'm Sue Sierra Lupe. And And welcome welcome to to Real Real Herbalism Radio. Radio. Hey, Sue. So you've been out in the garden this week? Yes, I have. I bet I have. I can't believe you wouldn't. I mean, you're out every week. I am. Yes. You're out every single week.
2: It's just, I've been mostly not soggy. Well, I've been out (laughs) in the the garden this time. It's been raining, and then it's, right now it's beautiful sunny, and then it'll be raining again. We've gone from 82 degrees to, like. Fifty something. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah.
1: A lot of swinging back and forth this summer or yes. this spring, really. Yeah, but or I pulled out my first spring. radishes.
2: Yeah, they're just huge and beautiful and delicious. Nice. And I put the, um, I put the leaves on my sandwich.
1: Nice, yummy yeah, radish radish Good leaf
2: call. sandwich. It was delicious. Call.
1: Don't look at me that way, Patrick. It was delicious. <laughs> it was, and when you sandwich them in bread like that, you don't even notice the like scratchy texture. Oh. And you think about it, scratchy texture. Yeah. Well, yeah, when that. you put it in with the breads and you put a little mustard or mayonnaise or mm-hmm. whatever on it, it really covers some that leaf up.
0: lubricant. Is yeah. that what you're suggesting? Yeah. yeah. It's delicious. There's a lot to be said for leaf lube. <laughs> oh,
2: this is going to be a fun show. I already know that.
1: Well, and we all know that. Oils are good for helping you digest a lot of the nutrients in mm-hmm. grains. So a little leaf lube is actually good for you. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> That's your
0: next product in your condiment diet, leaf lube. Leaf
1: yeah.
2: lube. <laughs> yeah. I could go for that. I found that some of the plants that I took out of the freezer uh, had been in there a little too long. So my echinacea seeds... That I put in apparently three years ago did not oh, did not sprout. It didn't sprout. I'm sorry, <laughs> no. Surprising, I forgot them.
1: Not shocked, but no,
2: yeah, that's okay. But the the other ones are doing really well. And soaking them overnight before planting them is a really... that helps. It, yeah, yeah, so that yeah. you know for sure you're watering properly because some of the times the reason why things rot either you're getting too much water or they're you know because it's not proper drainage or they. They sit there, they they freeze before they really get the water or they get, they kind of dry, they'll dry out and then get water and it's too late. You've broken down that shell right. wall. So, yep. So soaking them ahead of time really helps with the germination.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that definitely does. Yep. We decided that we're going to spend our upcoming weekend ripping out part of our lawn so that we can replace it. Yes. Patrick, it was your brilliant idea.
0: Well, I was inspired by a scientist at the University of Minnesota. I can't remember her name, but she um, did this in her uh, lawn in St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, She turned it into a pollinator um, lawn, basically. And uh, because of the obvious issues that we have with bees here uh, right now and the colony collapse and what's happening. Yeah. So she did that, and the city of St. Paul fined her, but she said, I don't care. So she, Buy never, me, I'll use that yeah, thing. she's never going to pay do it. Do it. Uh, so she used the TED Talk stage okay. to basically uh, talk about them, all that. Which Shame they that, should.
1: Uh, the city council in Saint Paul should be ashamed yeah. of themselves. So, uh, especially given the amount of problems they have with runoff from all the fertilizers. Oh, oh don't ooh, even get me started. Right, Minnesota, the land of lakes. They should be taking care of their water. Right. It should be almost a religious thing. Should be. everybody should be having pollinator lawns out there, and instead they're keeping. Chemical, chemical lawn. Oh, it just makes me...
0: <laughs> so I don't want to mow anymore. I'm tired of it. And right. we have, we have more than an ample, uh, we should have more bee friendly lawns.
1: Yes. I, so was, I was planning we, on doing more bee friendly plants, but I love the idea of turning the lawn into that. Oh yeah.
0: Let's just tune the lawn into it. We're going to use, leave a couple areas that are open so the ducks can move around and our dog can run. But essentially the majority of the lawn is going to become pollinator friendly. And we just happen to have territorial seed the plug there.
1: Yeah, we've been they, um, <laughs> yeah, territorial we've- seed <laughs>
0: company in Cottage Grove, Oregon. Um, if you've ever seen their catalog, it's it's pretty amazing. But it's they a, have a novel, yeah, they have multiple is- pollinator blends at all different heights: eight inch height, twelve inch height, and even more. Yes. And then, like Sue was saying before the podcast, that you could get a few plants that. Break that height barrier to kind of and I think give you more of a visual interest to the lawn. So it's not just one level, right? But you can change that so you could get some milk. Not milk. So yeah, yeah. Well, the milkweed,
2: milkweed. Milkweed. Yeah. Yeah. There was a
0: couple other ones that would would break up that height, and Mm -hmm. you know I'm all for it. I I, like I said, I'm I I would love to have a lawn have a bunch of colorful flowers and
1: yeah, yeah. They have a uh, bunch of one of the things I was looking at was the clovers. They have a New Zealand white clover which is supposed to be about eight inches tall. Mm -hmm. So I thought getting some of that might be smart because at eight inches tall, when my giant black dog tramples it, it, it's not going to like be as huge, a fallen down mess. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, oh, maybe get some, uh, sprinkle some of that in amidst the flowers. And then there's a a mix that's supposed to be only grows to about six inches tall, which is, it's called something like mow no more or something like that.
2: Mm, So So that's clover.
1: um, That one's got a variety of different flowers in it. And I cannot remember what all of them were. Um, Some daisies and I imagine chicory probably and Mm -hmm. other short, shorter Mm -hmm. flowers. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking about getting some of that and then getting some one of the larger mixes that have taller things. Yeah, and starting to turn it into more like a flowered field ish look, um, but for rumping. Yes. yeah, uh,
2: the the thing that I found with my house, I I took out chunks at a time to see yeah. what worked because I have these big plane trees out in front yeah. that really shelter the yard, and I wasn't sure what was gonna what was right. gonna do well and what wasn't. I found um um be. Bee Balm doesn't work in the front of my house at all. Just yeah, because it hates sun. the shade. Yeah. yeah.
1: that I mean, that's pretty intense shade. Yeah. We have partial shade out there. We have a large Douglas fir. So it gets, I'm thinking maybe four to six hours maximum. Yeah. If, well, that's why I was saying if- that lilac. Yeah, I like that. I was thinking comfrey would be a good one to pop a whole bunch of those in there. <laughs> you know, you're laughing because you think that it will take over, but it won't because the ducks will eat it. Okay. All they
2: right. I just want to say that I'm never wrong, but, you know, whatever. That's cool.
1: You laughed at me about <laughs> the spearmint field, but honestly, the spearmint, where the spearmint grows, uh-huh. the bindweed does not grow. Uh-huh. So if yeah. I'm given a choice, I'd rather rip out spearmint than bindweed because bindweed, bindweed yeah. is evil. Well, bindweed is is a low-dose botanical, and spearmint is like you could eat pounds of it and not get sick. Mm-hmm. So I'm all over more of the weeds that I can eat without thinking or worrying about it right? the bindweed, which is, again, I mean, I've got bindweed tincture. Yeah. I've dried some, but... You Don't use a lot, you yeah. use hardly any of it, you know. I mean, it's really low, so well. When you change your yard like
2: that, you end up changing the pace of pedestrians and sometimes yeah. the pace of cars at the host that I know I've driven by very slowly, but there's just a plethora of things growing all over the place, and it's yeah. just it's beautiful like there's this
1: oh yes and
2: i'm not the only one that slows down a little bit when i'm driving by because it's gorgeous yeah. and the pedestrians that go by my house i have the bleeding heart oh tucking yeah. through yeah they the stop fence and, and they'll look. yeah they'll you know they're from st- stomp, from stomp, stomp, stomping along as they're on their way to wherever yeah. and then they kind of oh whoa yes like yeah well just- that's
1: That's what we've begun with the grapevines. Once Uh those come in, people stop and pick grapes, you know, on the way by. And when Annie and the court are out there, people will stop and look at her and, you know, I mean, it it causes people to slow down. Yeah. Which is really good on our, where we are at because we've got a busy street, but we also have a parkway where people are constantly crossing. Yeah. And you know, there've been so many, all the accidents that I've been aware of out here have been Mm -hmm. because somebody's trying to blow through there at the same time that a person is trying to cross. Mm -hmm. So, you know, thankfully no, no pedestrians that I've noticed have been hurt or injured. I do know a fellow whose dog got clipped by a car that didn't think they needed to slow down Mm -hmm. while the pedestrian was in the crossway. He was halfway around the road and the Car just kind of is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go anyway. Mm-hmm. His dog was okay, but, you know, shocked, you know? And I've seen a lot of cars hit each other mm. because, the, you know, the one car stops, but the car behind them doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that I've seen a lot of. Yeah. I'm so paying attention. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm excited about getting the lawn. Those changes. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I'm allergic to grass. So the less mowing we do, the better for me. That's
2: very true. Well, just that community aspect that, jason or sorry that plato that plato was talking about uh he has i think that's what transformed him into a gardener is the sense of community not necessarily the plants themselves Although those were nice it was the way it made him think differently about the world and the people that he interacted with yeah and that's just like one small step to that but when you end up what i had a gal over at my house not too long ago that I said, "Here's a shovel and here's a couple of buckets. Fill them with whatever plants you want, because nice. I got way too many." You right? Know? Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: she's, you nice. know, so it yeah. was.
2: It was a community. That was a community feel, and the kind of stuff that Plato was talking about. They're they're just doing amazing stuff. It's like oh, yeah. community transformative stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's Im- it's brilliant. It's a, it, yeah. yeah. It's
2: absolutely. It's that common space feeling. Yeah, you know, except we don't we may not have the common space that we would like in parks as much as as we need it but mm-hmm. we certainly can have that in in backyards or in you know community gardens yeah you know that's important i have a friend who's i met her through gardening and her her politics and my politics are very different but you know we have the basic stuff in common we both adore our grandchildren and yeah. we're big into gardening and we yeah. can put the other stuff aside and connect on that level. And in that way, we found other things that we're also connecting with, you know, she's all about the healthcare for all model as well.
0: Nice. You know,
2: so the, yeah. the other kind of issues are, no, we don't agree on that. And my job in life is not to find people that I agree with.
0: But, right. You know, yeah. that's, that's yeah. not
2: community. That's brainwashing. Right. You know, so it's, it's been great to be able to Learn about things in her life, and then me using that to change my mind about oh, I I didn't really evaluate it in a fair, fair and even manner. So I need to review this particular part of cult, uh, American culture differently, and and maybe the same goes for her. I don't know. I wouldn't presume, but oh, no, that's that's yeah. such an important part of of community is having that platform for learning.
1: Yeah, it um, is. It
2: is. I know that it's also helped him a lot like with the Burrito Brigade. Yeah. He's been growing things for bur- Burrito Brigade. People that don't know, that's a group of volunteers. Or, oh, just fabulous, fabulous people. And they got together and made a whole bunch of vegan burritos, and they wrap them in foil, and then they just go wandering through the park and give them to people in need, in unhoused, et cetera. And they bring some to Occupy Medical, too. But nice. he's been growing plants, uh, food for them.
1: Nice. Yeah. So
2: they can because it's all vegan burritos. So yeah. And it's all just people. People support it because it's so important. Yeah. You no, know, they're not getting big grants from the government or corporations or whatever. But right, if they get support from businesses, it's because the people of that business say, "Wow, I I have this in excess. Take this and make the place that I live a better place." Yeah. You know, that feels that feels really good. Yeah. So it's it's I don't know, it gives up a, a way for people to interact and and you know, be more the world isn't there just for you to breathe the air and then die. You know? <laughs> you know, I yeah. I don't know, I'm not doing a good job of yeah. describing this, but
1: that's all right. I mean I for me, a lot of the community I really think about isn't necessarily human community because human beings have so many outlets. I think more about the animal community. Like how hmm. can I, how can I support, you know, the, the bees and the, the hummingbirds and the, the various birds you uh-huh. know, and the the animals in my area. How can I offer places for them? Because mm-hmm. again, busy street, other people using chemicals and things. I want, I want my space to be a place where where the frogs can come and feel safe, right? You know, right. where they know that it's an okay place to be here and they're loved and respected, and where I can teach people about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, we're doing the pollinator garden, and I have thought at various times about putting up a sign or a, a series of signs of what the different things are and inviting people the opportunity as they walk by. Oh, yeah, by. We'll,
0: we'll be putting up a pollinator garden sign. Yeah, so, absolutely. That's people a like, good hey, idea. Hey, you took out your lawn. Well, why? Well, because it's yeah. for pollinators. Yeah, exactly. And I've thought about yeah, I've thought
1: about putting it up and and you know pointing out you know grapes, easy mm-hmm. to grow, low cost crop. You know, if you mm-hmm. want, if you want to grow your own, and you like my grapes, give a knock on my door, and I'll get you started mm-hmm. for free because I'm not going to charge anybody to give them some piece of my grapevine so they can go stick it in the ground and let it grow,
2: mm-hmm. you know? right? I mean, so Yeah. There's plenty. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> plenty I, <of> this. <laughs> I, I
1: like, I like the idea of that I haven't figured out how to do that well yet, but mm-hmm. I imagine that Patrick probably has some awesome ideas that he'll start rolling out eventually. I'm the a vinyl cutter. So we figure it out.
2: Well, there's yeah. a lot of, I know there's a lot of-
0: the
1: Journal of Functional Herbalism is a free online journal promoting the integration of traditional Western herbalism, clinical nutrition, and functional medicine. It's published by the Eclectic School of Herbal Medicine, and you can find the Journal of Functional Herbalism at functionalherbalism.com.
2: A lot of, I know there's a lot of little free libraries all over the place. Yeah. And if, um, in my neighborhood down, I don't know, eight blocks or so, there's someone that has a free tool, li- or tool, uh, toy library mm-hmm. so it's like they have kids and they as their kids are growing up then they just have this little little kind of shed with de- decorative trim mm-hmm. and a couple of shelves and there's just kids books and nice. kids toys and yeah. whatever and you just take out what you want and then people have been restocking it with other things as their kids are nice. growing up or nice yeah you could you do that like with cuttings that extra
1: toys I could do that with cuttings, and I could totally do – also, I could do signs explaining, you know, so, so why do you see that goose in the yard? Uh, sure. What's up with that? You yeah. Know, how, why, why on earth would anyone want a goose? Mm-hmm. You know, or why would anyone want ducks in their yard? Yeah. So I can – was thought about doing things like that and starting to use my space here as more of a teaching opportunity. Like a little laminated – I don't know thing on a rolly dex or something like that. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't figured it out yet, but it's something I've been toying with for a while.
2: And look for this later, listeners. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's the thing is you you get kind of stuck in your little hole, you know. Yeah. And people people don't relate to each other as much. And having those connections, this little outreach, like you were talking yeah. about, what is going on there? Yeah. And people not making assumptions about it. Mm-hmm. This you can make all the assumptions you want, but here's some actual information. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's a, that's a really good idea. And you all are in county land. You're not yeah. city.
0: We're,
1: we're county land and in the city. So. <laughs> that's
0: so the other thing have, I say to our county. is like, I don't care if the city says anything. I'm in the county. And they make me know that every time I try to get a library card. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or if
1: we have to call because someone had an accident on the city street because I happen to be a county address. They send me to the sheriff, and then the ger- sheriff has to send me back to the city. Oh. <laughs> but The city says they're going to send me to the sheriff, and I'm like, dude, guys, it's not my car. I'm not involved. I'm just telling you, somebody's yeah. in the middle of the street, and they are injured. Uh-huh. Come fix it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. So, yeah. I. yeah, I'm yeah. going to say, I don't
2: think the sheriff's department is going to come and bust your door down because you didn't mow your lawn. I don't think I'm so. Going to go ahead and they
1: and, haven't well, yet. Well, not to be fair, yet. the
0: county does come and bust our door down to to just ravish our grapes midsummer.
1: Yeah, no, there's some really? somebody yeah. calls every year in, yeah. and complains they can't see around our grapes no matter how much I trim them because oh. I've I've gone years where I don't trim them at all and then I get a note from the county saying oh we're going to come and then I go and trim them yeah, and they then go, they, go, they going, come anyway and they
0: come anyway and like last year I actually ran out there and said whoa. We trimmed all these down. Yes. And we, because of your warning. I had
1: them within Mm -hmm. four inches of my fence. And they're like, no, now we got this this thing. So they hacked it back. It looked horrible. And they wasted a ton of fruit that would have been, because that side of the fence is all for community. People come. I mean- one day I came out here, there's this lady standing out there with this big bucket, and she's picking grapes. Mm-hmm. Apparently someone down the street told her that we don't use the grapes. I'm like, well, that's not really true, <laughs> but I'm happy to share grapes yes. with other people. You we just have you enough grapes
0: have in a small family. Yeah. We don't need to have
1: right. five billion grapes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. 80
0: gallons of, of, of wine and grape vinegar every year. We don't right. need to have yes. And jam and jellies and everything. We've got
2: enough. I brought a couple of friends over to my house uh, and said, here, just bring your bucket or whatever. You can pick whatever grapes you want. And at first they were like, snip, is this okay? Snip, how about this? Is this still okay? Look around. like yeah. <laughs> There's so many. Please.
1: Here,
0: let, let me show you. Snip, 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 yeah. snip, snip, yeah. snip. Okay, that's a gallon. Take it. Take it. I appreciate
1: you wanting to respect the space, but yeah. <gasps> there's only so many grapes that you can freeze for yeah. pies. Or and people smoothies. tell you things like,
2: Have you tried drying them? Oh, yes. God. Do you yes, realize I how have. how many
1: gallons of dried raisins I have? I have dried raisins from the last three seasons. Three seasons. I still haven't finished all the. Re- wow. I mean, it's just. So many. I still have grapes from last year that I froze that I still haven't used up, and I drink smoothies. What would you say? Like at least four or five a week. Mm-hmm. Patrick and I do with you know various fruits, but I mean grapes are one of them. We, we should just get go through so many. Really, like pipes,
2: and then we'll get the frozen grapes and have a, a grape shooting war. <laughs> oh, God. Like blow darts with the grapes. <laughs> That'd be fun. Here you go. Yeah.
0: No, they make a good oh. <laughs> pie.
1: They do make a really good pie. grape pie. Yeah, yeah. Grape pie. it sounds crazy, but they make. I wouldn't like. I would not, actually. I'd never eat a grocery store grape again. They are really crappy mm, compared Home, to home-grown. homegrown grapes. Are mm-hmm. it's like way back when when they used to say, "Oh, eat those cardboard co- tomatoes from the grocery." Oh uh, yeah, you we know. still say that. Yep. Yeah, so, and and now. Grocery. Some grocery stores have done a better job of getting more natural or farmer, you know, locally grown tomatoes and that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. So they're tasting a lot better at the grocery. The heirloom ones at the grocery often are taste better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the grapes at the grocery are disgusting. I don't know why anyone would ever put that in their mouth. Mm. I mean, compared to what it is when you grow your own grapevine, you don't have the option. You you get what you get. Yeah. Well, it's amazing how many grapes will grow, and how. I mean, I don't water those. I haven't watered my grapes since I put them in over a decade ago. Mm -hmm. I kid you not. I didn't even water
0: them. I didn't
1: water them when I put them in. I moved in in May. I stuck them in the ground. Sticks. Mm -hmm. Stick them in the ground. Mm -hmm. They grew. They grew amply. Yeah, Yeah, they're they're
0: voracious. I mean, they will. They will
1: really take take off. They
0: they could be as bad as blackberry. Mm-hmm. If if people if they were planted, I mean, they would be just almost as wow. bad. Yeah,
1: they don't spread the They'll way grapes produce, but they are as strong and hardy, and they will stand In up fact, to some serious abuse. The yeah.
0: worse the soil is,
2: the happier the they better are. the grape is. Yeah. Yeah. The better the grape is. Well, I yeah. think that's why people make wine out
0: of them. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you can make wine
2: out of anything, but well, grapes. Right. There's so much, and you're just yes. like, oh, now
0: what? Well, right, oh, yeah. and, and that's why you have the good year, bad year thing. Well, oh, that was a good year because of this, and you know, made a really good grape. Or, yeah. or, oh, yeah. it rained the so Red much. The Red Sox won. Too much, or rain or whatever, yeah. too much rain, so the grapes don't have the concentration of sugar yeah. as they would normally mm-hmm. would. So they're not. It wasn't a good year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know? the
1: thing is the grapes, like the grapes we have, they're small compared to the grocery store. They're like half the size of you those don't have giant Concords. green ones. No, we no, don't. No, we have just have regular table grapes. They're mm-hmm. nothing fancy, mm-hmm. and they're like half the size of what you get at the grocery store. But they are intense, and they are sweet. And they're yeah. seedless. And they're yeah. seedless.
0: Yeah. There's no seed, in them. No. Oh, yeah. So, um, but anyway, yeah, that's that's just all part of that whole mm-hmm. front lawn kind of beginning of the transformation from grass to, yeah. to plants.
1: We need to keep a certain amount of grass because Annie does need grass. That's the main food for a goose.
2: Yeah. That's the she, only reason I
1: got grass in the backyard.
2: Yeah. That and, and Dave likes my uh, my husband likes to uh <laughs> he likes to have something to, to step on. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Gotta have something to step Gotta on. Gotta have something to step <laughs> on. Yeah, the <that laughs>
0: artificial grass it's long, just give him that. <laughs> oh, let's throw astroturf out there. It's like it. an, inch, an inch and inch a half stuff long and just yeah. that. Yeah. yeah can that. We could do that. So, yeah. But,
2: but,
0: but the fun part is I wanna take the sod that I cut out, because I'm gonna rent a sod cutter to to move a big portion of the lawn. I wanna use that in the area that we use in the back yard yeah, the duck that- pond
1: is still the pond is installed the waterfall is in everything the filtration is working the we inoculated it and it's it's actually fabulous it's clear it's beautiful ducks are very happy yeah. annie's very happy it's a mud hole around it because we still haven't finished the, the, the fixing the sodding as it were mm-hmm. of the area around the pond so that was, oh, so you'll just pull it out and put that back. Right,
0: there. yeah, because when you cut it with a sod cutter, you just it's like it has this like basically a knife that oscillates back and forth really, really fast. And it just leaves the strip there. So you come back and you just roll it up, and then you have your roll of sod, just like mm-hmm. you buy at the store, mm-hmm. and then you can bring that to another area and put down your um, like a peat moss or whatever, get that all wet, yeah. and then you put your sod on top of that and you keep it soaked for quite a while. So the roots will start to penetrate again and get down in there. Mm-hmm. So that's the idea um, to do that. And that way, it'll bring the yard from mud bath and clay to a seeded or a, a lawn, at least with with stuff. And because yeah. it's not the sod that you buy, it's not just a thin layer of, of dirt and and that plastic meshy screen they use yeah, to keep it together. Mm-hmm, it's yeah. actually you know full on grass. Resin. That's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's grass that's that's in soil. That's similar to what's already there. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. In our in our case, it'll be grass that's interwoven with some dandelions and some plantains. Yeah. Who knows what else we've got out there? Hopefully, the side we want to do, we've got bindweed on one side, but not on the other side of the lawn. Right. We, you don't want bindweed right there. I don't want bindweed You're anywhere already. near my backyard. So we're thinking that that's the partial shade area, and it'll be going into full sun. But as far as I know, it was the same grass planted everywhere. Mm -hmm. Because originally the other side of the yard that currently has bindweed also had a very large Douglas fir. And so it was planted in shade. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking this is probably the same stuff. So What do you mean same stuff? Same grass. They would have probably used the same grass seed on both sides of the lawn. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not
0: not the sod because the previous owner put the sod in the back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking that we, you know. That that's a possibility and then i might throw put some i bought grass seed which i was originally planning to use in the back mm-hmm. around the pond we still can and i'm thinking i might mix some of that in with you know with the sod and kind of do a both while while you're seed. getting into new ducks, yeah but they're gonna be fun little mm-hmm. yeah they're gonna destroy everything they won't destroy anything. No, the chickens are the ones who destroy stuff. Actually, right to now.
0: be fair, the, the chickens are- have been ultra gentle compared to the runner ducks you you yeah. got. Uh-huh. The runner
1: ducks, as soon as the the mun- the rain came down, the runner ducks decided to just stomp, oh. stomp, stomp, stomp. It's not the stomping; it's they take their bills and they dig down and they like skim down like the maybe a half an inch in looking mm-hmm. for stuff as soon as it's slightly muddy mm-hmm. and then they spread the mud and dig the mud and make more space for more mud and, right Oh,
0: when the first rain this year Horrible. when they did that and the water receded, there was all of these holes that were like an inch long. Wow throughout the lawn just dug, yeah. into, the mud, dug yeah. into the mud.
2: so I got I got chickens on a Oats piece of yard that is much smaller than what you got and I have grass.
1: Yes. Well, I'm just saying. In defense of chickens. I did have grass. Chickens Mm -hmm. are fine. And the chickens ripped Mm -hmm. up the grass during the dry season. And then the ducks just turned it into worse in the wet season.
0: I think the difference is, is that our grass had we pockets had and holes grass. and it was it was, it was like not good grass. it dissipated after 10 years uh, the and sod was, broke down it just wasn't yeah. the same so mm-hmm. it wasn't you know I, I think that's grass. a big difference too is our lawn wasn't necessarily It wasn't a strong lawn healthy and ready to go it yeah. had pockets of of exposed dirt hmm. so yeah. Soil second, is the key. Yeah. The yeah. second mm-hmm. it got any any bit of moist and critters were coming up, the chickens were like, "Oh yeah, this is it." So yeah. that's probably the biggest reason. Yeah. Why. I
2: know it, it. The longer I've had in my house, it's going on twenty years now. The bigger the diversity of things I can plant. Like yeah. I had, I had plants that I planted when I first moved in that just died. Just right off the, the soil had been taken care of by a landscape company. Uh, They sprayed everything. They, whatever. I don't even know what they did. Probably Lord. Yeah. But after I've been adding leaf mulch, leaf mulch, leaf mulch, and you know, I'm not spraying anything, of course, and throwing the compost everywhere, then Mm -hmm. I put the yarrow in and it does great. I put the strawberries in, it does great. Yeah. I've got these peonies that are as tall as I am,
1: right? You yeah. know,
2: just things are doing fabulously, and all I do is come by and pick out the. It's like the stray, stray whisker you know, right. or old man ear hair, you know, like, oh, yeah. I'll get that grass out of there. That's the most disgusting way I could have described that. But mm. there you have it, listeners. Uh, <laughs> so they just,
1: it's just pull this, pull that, pull that and whatever. And all the rest of it just kind of takes care of itself. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that as we build the lawn and back, it'll get stronger and we'll be able to create a space that's more healthy. Yeah. You know, that the soil's more healthy. Yeah. And therefore it will stand up to, Chickens and ducks. And
2: you have compost now. Like you didn't have compost for a while.
1: We haven't. Well, I mean, to be fair, while we were renting, we didn't do a lot of work on the lawn because we were always, every month, every year we were like, oh, we'll be moving next year. Right. We'll be moving next year. So. You know, you how finally much, got committed. Yeah, how much money and time and energy do you put into the lawn when you know you're going right. to move? Right? Oh, yeah. And then here we are, interest you know, dilemma. Mm-hmm. Decade later, and it's ours. So we're yep. not moving next year. So, so now so, you can really
2: put the foundation in yeah. and really work on your soul, and it'll yeah. be a lot easier. But yeah, you it say takes soil time. Soul or soil? Soil. soil.
0: Hmm. The way, way it's supposed like to be said. So, you mean like soil, like oil? Soil. Soil. Soil.
2: It's two two syllables now. Okay,
0: listeners contest. Is it soil or soil? <laughs> soil or soul.
1: <laughs> no. So it's anyway. Yeah. So yeah, we did the places that I worked on were really just the flower beds. You know, I did mm-hmm. stuff through those and the the yard where the bindweed's taken over, that's the one where I put the most work in because that was originally a vegetable garden. Right. And it's wonderful soil. It's nice. Filled with freaking bindweed, so I can't really get a lot to grow easily there.
2: But I know I stood st- out there, there with you and uh-huh. stuck stuck my whatever the fork, the turning yeah. fork into into the the bindweed and I pulled it out and just went like it came out. Yeah. With these all the nasty little rits all over the place, but it was like butter. It was easy to pull it out. Yeah. It's
1: it's great soil there. Yeah. I did put oats into my raised beds there. I'm probably too late in terms of putting oats for like harvest for anything Mm -hmm. at this point anywhere else. But I was thinking about throwing some of my other oat seeds down either in the new section where we do in the lawn or in the back. I thought about right now the the area I was going to put them down with the bindweed. But because we've planted things like the lamb's ear that we planted yeah. last year. Is that coming it up survived. at all? Oh, yeah, good. Woo. It survived. And some of the bulbs that we've planted have survived. Oh, good. And they are buried, if you will, in really tall grass. Right. The grass there is like knee deep. Uh-huh. So I'm like, if I throw out seeds down, will it even grow?
2: Oh, you'd have to clear middle? out a I'd have to clear yeah. stuff out
1: for it. And I just didn't get to that. So... Yep. So this year, I think the oat seeds, I I got to it really late. So yeah. this year, I think the oat seeds that I have, I'm going to probably throw down in the back, maybe, or in one of the areas that we do the new plantings. Mm-hmm. So we'll have oats growing up in those spots. Nice. And I'll just let them, they'll see what the chickens and the ducks do with that. Yep, we'll see. If they, serve, if they survive those areas. Yep. The raised bed area where I put them. They, I don't, don't let the them. I don't let any I don't let the <laughs> the flock onto that area, so
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'll get some milky oats for myself.
2: So, what are you doing to prevent the critters from coming in? Because you keep saying I'm not letting them, but uh, as a, as an animal owner, I know oh, that we have fences. pastures.
1: We have pastures. We have the bifrost, which is a little. That's but, the
2: name of the the gate, yeah. yeah.
1: That's the name of the gate and the the north side of the house where you know a couple large plants grow, but it's really just full full shade. Mm-hmm. We have a walkway, and then there's at the front end there's the chain link fence, and the whole front yard is chain link fence, and the backyard is chain and by and and uh, privacy fence,
2: mm-hmm.
1: whatever. So the backyard space is where they live, the farm is the that's like another I have pastures I mean mm-hmm. there's the other section is the farm and so you keep them separated by fencing yeah mm-hmm. so with fencing and then they move from one pasture to another through the day to help keep them busy because it's not like I have an actual huge size farm so I'm like I've got to keep them thinking right. otherwise they'll get bored yep. and honestly having no grass in back is driving Mariah crazy because she wants to be out she is not she likes to explore mm-hmm. she likes to be doing things and they have a big enough space, but it's not awesome. They need to be out. So the chickens have their own coop. And then the ducks and Annie have the duck pond area, which is called Midgard. So we have mm-hmm. North and South Midgard. And so they have North Midgard, and then South Midgard is the by the patio. And I've been letting the, everybody on that more often than I normally would, which means we have poos all over the place
2: oh oh poultry loves pooping on cement yeah there's no better joy than nice hot yeah bird poop on some cement that's just yeah
1: especially if it's under a roof so it won't get washed away definitely yeah so they've they've done a a wonderful Mm -hmm. job of that um and the chickens when they get out there i have to watch them because that's where Maze will be like, Oh, look, I can jump up into this box immediately and now I'm gonna start scratching out your Yarrow. You didn't really want that, did you? You're right. <laughs> you know, oh you 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 had some oregano here, but I don't think it looks good. So I'm just gonna take that out for you. And pretty much I'm gonna have nothing left. So yeah. so I can't, I have to stand out there and shoo her off constantly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so I really I, I need the the back, the North Bind Guard to be all lawned in again mm-hmm. you know planted and stuff yeah so they've managed to like scratch away all of the mint there's a, like a couple spots where mint is i had a thick thick amount of apple mint and back a different, there. yeah different types and some, mo- and some mojito mint in there with it mm-hmm.
0: well, i pulled the apple mint mostly um, um but the but no the, actually
1: most of what's gone is they i they can give you more apple mint no
0: no, we have plenty. <laughs> no, no, we're good. No, no, I like apple mint's great for the bees, but it's not, it's, it just takes over and it's big and you don't want really to use it for anything. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, we don't.
0: Cause sure. that, that, now to bring it full circle, that plant needs leaf lube. Yeah. You're going to eat that mint? Yeah, it it's a little lube. fuzzy. It's a fuzzy yeah.
1: mint. Yeah. So, so yeah, but the, no, they destroyed most of the planting area. That was much more lush and thick. You didn't pull that part out. Oh, no, I
0: did. I pulled so, a lot of that. On my dad, my dad was here, and we, and we replanted the spearmint that yeah. Sue had given us. I pulled mm-hmm. a lot of that. I pulled. Didn't
1: I of give you some peppermint too? Yeah, you did. I yeah, did and, that, that. and that's okay? and that's
0: in uh, another part of the yard. I think
1: Jasper may have trampled that. I'm no, not sure it's, if it survived. It
0: comes back. It's but it's not. It's nothing like our spearmint patch, which is yeah, great the for the bees. Spearmint. I love. I love when that, when that flowers. I don't even say. Like, you know what? It's for you now.
1: Yeah, we I usually try to and... trim it back once early in the season, but by midsummer, it's usually ready to flower. I just we leave it because
0: it. it just hums. You can just walk by and you can just—it's mm. just moving because yeah. there's so many bees the on it. The
1: borage. Yeah. I have a borage patch that's like that.
2: Yeah, because yeah. the borage nectar comes up every seven minutes. Yeah, refreshes it oh, okay. itself. Yeah. That's why it's so wow. popular. So yeah,
1: we have that that was starting. Amongst the, the beds. Yeah. Although I have a feeling. Somebody ate it. Everybody ate it. It's delicious. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think the yeah. chickens
0: and Annie went to town on that. Yeah. Because you know, we had a bunch yeah. of borage out there naturally. You had planted and it took over, which yeah. was great. But then but now the birds have now decided. Now it's not so much
1: there anymore. Why.
2: Well, I know our time is getting short, but I would like to remind listeners on our um, for our Herbal Nerd Society, we will be focusing on spearmint for the month of May. So you can sign on and... and Get some information about that, and uh, that's one of the herbs that we've talked about. And there's a, been a couple of them on our list that have been things we've talked about in the past for Herbal Moon Society. So that's a, a more complex information for those of you out there.
0: But great. until then... Until then, well, also find us on Facebook. Like us. We have what, over 5,000 now. Soon. Yeah, 5,000 <laughs> plus. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. We're also on Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter. And if you like what you hear, we always would appreciate a great review on iTunes. It always helps us to be found in the iTunes stream because... Mm-hmm. As you know, there's millions at this point. Now there's yes. millions of podcasts. Yeah, and um, I'm
1: betting like Spotify and the other ones all probably have places where you. Can yeah, you do can probably too. review on Spotify and
0: other places where you where you find us being distributed. There's there's places. And in fact, we have a small list under each of the players on the web pages now. It tells you kind of where you can go to find us. So um, subscribe to you and your favorite place where you get podcasts. But yeah, give us a review. That that only helps us get to reach more people. So yep. with that. Put Put an herb herb on it. it! The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA. and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast